Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. Griff Carger said you were coming there. We have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. All right. Welcome to this episode of Forest Moon Radio. It is I, Lou the Lunatic, or Luke, and I am joined here with Atreides. Or Justice. And we have a guest today, Dr. Moneypants, or is that your real name? Uh, it's it's not my real name. My real name is Matt, uh, but uh, you, know, you guys can call me Dr. Moneypants, whatever you want. All right. It's kind of a random episode today. We have a few subjects to look over. There's a very... I think this is a little unexpected how big this is going to be. Uh, the Kyber Cup, the the annual, is it annual or biannual? It's weird. Uh, season five is like two tournaments and a championship. I mean, and even the old ones um, used to be like there would be a league and there would be a tournament, but it was all very loose formats, you know, and it also used to be like seasons one, two and three were like. I came in in season two and it was like 20 people. 30 people? Yeah. So if you're listening now, it's too late to sign up, unfortunately. But there's over 400 players. Scott has uh, a lot of responsibility here to get all of this, these prizes out to people. And it's a lot. But Honestly, it should be really fun. With 400 players, I think anyone who would listen is already signed up. I saw some people are like, oh, no, I was too late to sign up. You had like a month to sign up. Come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we were kind of looking over Tabletop TO, which is where the it, everything is being hosted. And there's a lot of interesting lists here. Is there... Um, did we want to talk about lists? Did we want to talk about... Uh, well, are you playing, playing in it, Lou? Yep. So all three of us are flying in it. So we should start with just our lists. That seems fair if we're going to start talking about other people's lists. I think that's a good place to start. You don't want to judge other people first? Okay, that's fine. We'll judge, <laughs> no, 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 we'll please. Judge they'll, they, they can judge me. Yeah, that's okay. All right. Uh, so, Trace, we'll go with you first. What's your list? Yep. So, I'm flying the thing I've been flying, uh, two fire sprays, but a little different. Wait, when did I put electronic baffle? I <laughs> guess I have electronic baffle on one of them. That's weird. <laughs> uh oh, you might have to contact Scott about that. Oops. No, I'll, I'll fly it. <laughs> sure, why not? It could come in handy. Let me load up, yeah, Hexile list. But that could be a bomb. <laughs> no, on. So, okay, I'll have to contact Scott about this. 
Because on mine, it's different. I saw some weird things on here, like uh, a lot of the newer cards, they don't come in with proper uh, grammar. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, they pop up with um, weird. It's all lowercase and yeah, sometimes numbers at the end. Okay. Oh no, I'm looking at one right now. Actually, uh, false transponder codes is one word, and it's all lowercase. And the new slave one is slave i dash s w z eight two. Wait, that's not how you spell it. Uh, that's how I spell it now. Okay, that's right. <laughs> oh well, this is worrisome. I'm glad I'm looking at this now. I like that you're discovering that that you've got the wrong list in there in real time. <laughs> All right. See this this is content, Luke. This is yeah. This is what you were looking for. Well, okay. So my list on TTT. Yeah, let's hear that. That's what I want to hear about. Is Django Fett with treacherous auto blasters, concussion bombs, electronic baffle, slave one suppressive gunner on Zam. It is Treacherous Count Dooku Thermal Dynamiters Hull Upgrade. How many points is that? 196. Now what's... Let me guess, it was supposed to be Contraband? Contraband on both. So I should have had Contraband on both, Thermal Dynamiters on both, and Magpulse. Oh, okay. Check my list now. Wait, no, no, yeah, never mind. I'm, I'm pretty... Never mind. I, that is right. What? Okay. So electronic which, which baffle, I don't right. know why. Electronic baffle, I don't know why I put that there. I mean, if you just fly what you want to fly, I don't think anybody's going to question that there's no electronic baffle in there. <laughs> no, I don't know. There's a lot of people in this. Somebody might be like, um, actually. I did have issues once in a tournament where somebody grabbed a 7B, but it was a CLT Jedi and TTT. Oh, and my. Like, okay, so the only So I had to change that. That was a big deal. The only difference is, for some reason, Electronic Baffle somehow has gotten on Django. Did, did it make your points go up higher? I mean, it's 196 instead of 197. <laughs> Or 194. I don't know how Electronic Baffle got on there, but I'm going to fly it. Okay. So, yeah. You've got, a, you've got a new toy. So, tell us about the list. I know about the list, but, but tell everybody else about the list. Well, I, I've talked about my love of Zam and Django uh, for a while. Really like Zam. Z I love Zam. The ship that you have to take a diary or a, 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 a journal out, a spreadsheet to figure out every time you play against it. I mean, I I know what I'm going to put down each time. Um, but I like Treacherous on both of them. It doesn't come into play all the time, but when it does, it's nice. If you saw, I got top four in the uh, Hexile. Uh, I like Slave 1 Suppressive Gunner on Django because you're shooting first and yeah, you can hand out a deplete if you need to. 
Very cool. Um, concussion bombs, I decided, would be fun. Something different. If you're going to follow Django, I'll just start dropping. And I added auto blasters to Django because, I mean, Slave it works 1. With Slave 1 well. Yeah, and it works with Dooku on Zam. I like it. And my the Zam is the exact same Zam. I flew Treacherous, Count Dooku, Thermal, Hull. It's a fun list. Double fire spray. It served me well. I mean, there's so there's a lot of them in Kyber, and you know it's a really solid chassis. Uh, you've got a couple of really solid. You've got a couple of really solid pilot abilities for sure. You know, I think. Yeah, Chango's mostly an I six, but have you had his um, ability trigger a lot? No. <laughs> Sorry, no. Because of the combo with suppressive gunner, and because my old, I was going back and forth between this putting all that on Django or putting a palp on Django, and that gives out stress. So it's like you're going to do a blue anyway. You're going up against Django. You know you're going to do a blue. Absolutely. Yeah, and I guess you don't want to give them more reasons to do a blue. No, but he's an I six. You know, electronic baffle is going to work because target lock is one of the big metas, especially you know, Lou, your uh, HMPs. <laughs> so if I can shed a red token for one damage, and I'm not getting see, I'm not getting shot at. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, here, here's the other thing. What's the one thing you never use on a fire spray? Uh, reinforce? Yeah, that red reinforce. If you can baffle off that stress, suddenly it's way less of an issue. Yeah. I must have done this way late at night and just put it on. Yeah, what about this? And then in a, in a rush, you just kind of threw it on there. All right, well... Uh, Dr. Pants, Matt, uh, what are you flying for Kyber? So, uh, weirdly enough, I am actually also flying my same, almost the exact same list I flew in the Hexiled Hyperspace Championship, which okay. is a, uh, it's a five ship resistance list. Um, it's uh, Merle Cobbin, and uh, anyone who says Merle is wrong, he is from the south of space, and his name is Merle. <laughs> I've got uh, Rose Tico uh, with C-3PO. That's, that's the big change there. Uh, I've got Nimi with foils, Bastion with foils, and, uh, and Lulo, actually. I, I've seen a lot of this rise of Rose and C-3PO because both went down a point, and now it's like just a solid 30-point coordinator that uh, has passive mods. Yeah, and it's also still the cheapest thing in my list. Like, Rose with C-3PO is still two points cheaper than Merle. And Merle um, is way too cheap. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know if he's way too cheap. Um, I'd say he might be, like, two points too cheap. I think 34 is is a pretty solid place for Merle to be. He's 32 right now. Same price as Arvel. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, they both, uh, they, they both provide different things. But, yeah, it's... I really enjoy the list because it's a really solid list uh, with a ton of efficiency. And I've really come to realize how important efficiency is. I can, so. I can say it is a great list. 
Yeah, we will get into efficiency a little bit later. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, Nimi, Nimi has a fantastic ability. She is my absolute favorite pilot from uh, Heralds of Hope. Merle is my second favorite. Uh, he's a great ship and has a lot of different uses. And, you know, Bastion, consistently solid. Rose, consistently solid. And Lulo, I really like Lulo in the list because, you know, if I, want, if I can punch in there and not get shot, she can be an X-Wing if I take the stress. But if I'm taking a couple of shots, I don't do that extra action. I just take the focus or the evade. And I'm an A-wing. I'm rolling three defense dice. So it's there's a lot of flexibility there. Dr. Moneypants and I actually played against each other in the uh, Hexile Championship. We did. We did. He, he was, he was my... one... Go on. He, he was one of three people I beat that later made it into the cut when I did not. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was my oh, only me, loss two. before top four. Yeah. No, excuse me, two. Uh, the, the person who beat me also made it into cut. And two of the three people I defeated made it into cut. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, so bad. <laughs> it was, uh, it, it was, it was a heck of a, a, a heck of a tournament. And I played a lot of great people, you know, justice and I had a great game. Um, it was both, close. Oh, it was really close. Yeah. Cause I took. Was it Django or Zam I took off first? Django. It was Django. And then I think I still had five ships on the board, but yes. I only had yes, three <laughs> by I only had two and a half by the time the game was over. Uh so Zam put in some work after that. Let's see. You beat yeah, me. I'm... Yeah. Two hundred to one eleven. Yep. It was uh yeah, it was a a solid, solid game for sure. And this is actually, uh, I had Merle coming in as a flanker, and this is actually a really uh, kind of a, a useful point for people when dealing with Zam because he was not part of the joust. And we did end up mostly jousting, but Merle was coming in on a flank from the left. Uh, Merle could take shots into Zam prevent Zam from being able to use his end of round uh, or her end of round uh, trigger while the rest of my guys were all pumping shots into Django. But since he was coming in from the side, he wasn't getting shot at all. Yep. Um, which is really the best way to deal with any Zam carrier. If you can have, you know, just one person taking a shot that can't get shot back. And so the whole thing with Zam playing against Zam, and I shouldn't say this because, you know, people are going to play, but you want to judge what they're going to do. Because if you see, okay, they have two charges, no locks, chances are they're going to want to lock. So they put out the if you get shot, flip, take the lock. So that recharges. But if you see that, like, they're full on charges, they're probably going to want to take a bonus shot. Or if they're in a position, it's like, okay, take the bonus shot shoot it out of arc or don't shoot it at all if you have a choice so do you have a lot of people actually decide not to shoot sam no because like money pants said it's you shoot sam <laughs> out of arc that's when you shoot sam the hardest but it's not like dangar where you really contemplate it 
you just do it and then you kind of take the chance, I guess, if you are in her arc. And you also have to look at the charges and, you know, there, there's some math involved. I mean, you know, if, if Zam still has a focus or a target lock on you or both and she's got her charges, I mean, then you do actually have to think about it and you absolutely should think about it. Um, but most of the time it's, I, I feel like Zam suffers from the same issue that quick draw suffers from is that it's, it's a great ship and it's a great ship ability, but the ability, but not being able to have those extra mods there on the second shot, uh, tends to hurt it a little bit. That's why at the, one of the ship first came out, I always thought perceptive co-pilot is perfect for her for the double attack. But the, um, these uh, fire sprays want to boost. They do tend to want to boost, and that's that's actually my. Um... And we don't have Han Gunner. No, no, no Han Gunner. Um, the Slave One title is the one from behind, right? Yes. Yeah, that's. I don't know. There's, there's a bunch of good cards in that box, and I just don't know how useful they are. Like. Like Slave? I think Boba Gunner's gonna crew. Slave like I think Boba good. Gunner crew is gonna be good later. Um, but it's not good in this meta. There's too many multiple ship lists. Yes. Um yeah. the problem with Slave team. One is you have to kind of completely change how you play fire sprays. Because like I've played a bunch of Boba and you wanna zoom past him and you want to use that back arc. Right. But if you're doing that with Django, you don't get anything from that, from those, is it six points for that title? Or is it three? Three. Three. That's still three points you're not getting a lot of use out of. No, but when you do get it, it's nice. Like, yeah, everyone expects you to keep doing blues with Django. So that one turn where you do the red and throw them off, or you somehow get behind a ship and you're shooting an auto blaster shot, with the Slave 1 title, and for bonus, if you have Dooku available as well. And so you roll two dice. Range 2, from behind, two dice. You call Dooku crit. You get hit, hit, or hit something. As long as you get one hit, you change one to a crit with Dooku, and then Slave 1 triggers after that. So you change the hit to a crit as well. Yeah, I was having a lot of fun in the crit mess event that Hexel did, and I brought Crassus uh, Trellix, and I had the uh, Auto Blaster Slave 1 combo with BT1, so I was able to take advantage of the back arc uh, Slave 1 title. Oh, very nice. I like uh, it. Well, that actually sounds like a really fun build. Yeah, she gets pricey pretty quick, so you want to keep her in the high 70s, low 80s. Uh, but she hits hard as long as you don't have a lot of stuff that can take advantage. I mean, I was flying against an I-1 Swarm, so it's not like I had a, any high initiatives coming after me or moving after me, so it was nice. But you can just use that Auto Blaster in the front or the back, and you almost always want to fire the Auto Blaster just for those auto crits. Yeah, pretty cool. no, that's, that's pretty handy. Not Not getting the bullseye sucks, but... Yeah. 71 points, though. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. At the very least, it's a lot of fun. 
that's that that's Rathus plus Slave One plus Auto Blaster. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, that's the price of Fenrau with Fearless, and you know, uh, class uh, Crassus doesn't evaporate if you make one wrong move. I had Auto Blasters, Triple Zero, Raid Cargo Shoot, Slave One, BT One, and Ion Bombs. I I'd, I'd take off the iron bonds for next time. I I read it really quickly, and I thought that it did a damage, but it only does damage to remotes. <laughs> ah, but uh, so there was a turn I could have dropped it and ioned all of his ships, but I thought it would have killed my Bosk as well. But apparently, it would not have. No, no, I've I've made that mistake a couple of times when uh, reading that card. I, now that I know it doesn't do damage, that's tempting to take it. Or I can just take it off so I can fit Dead Man Switch on Boss because that's always worth it. Oh yeah. So uh, so tell us about your list, Lou. What do you what are you flying? Uh, I'm flying five HMP droid gunships. Oh. <laughs> Atreides groans. Um, uh, because I played what? against that list too. <laughs> I was gonna um, say, no. didn't you love? I thought you loved no, I HMPs. Love I love HMPs. I don't like flying against Slu because he beat me <laughs> with a stick. Um, so one of them is the I one named one DGS 047, where uh, you shoot, and they all have repulsorless stabilizers. No, I would course. never take it without that. Um, and that's the one where if you shoot at your front arc. You can get a target uh, target lock uh, on the opponent that you shot, and if it's in the bullseye, you also hand out a strain. Um, okay. So that doesn't come into effect too often, but it's nice when it does, especially the bit against those large bases, and you're dealing with a ray and all these big bases. And I have the tactical relay on there, K2B4. So because all these HMPs are Essentially, monitor already with their rerolls. Uh, they can feel free to spend their calculate to either add an evade result or pass out a strain to the opponent. Ooh, I I like I like that a lot. Actually, that's a really that's that's a I, I that's of course a smart you go and reroll into focus results and it sucks, but you got a strain for the next shot. And then yeah. I also put General Grievous on there just to give him a. Uh, even if he gets taken down first, it's just a three-point reinforce for one time. Or if they take out the other ships, it, I mean, I haven't really had a charge come back because usually they take down DGS first, or they take down another ship first, and I don't take any damage on him right away. But it, it's nice to be there just to make it even harder with KTB4 to take him down. And then uh, I have three Bactoid drones with repulsive stabilizers, and then one with the stabilizers and the probe droids. And then uh, I chose to take small debris. I like this ship or this uh, list a lot. I'd... In this case, instead of taking the four, I just like having... I miss my A-wings. I like having five shots with a big arc that are um, very accurate two-dice guns. And yeah, it's absolutely. very hard to avoid the arcs. And once you get into range one of me, that's a lot of three dice attacks with rerolls and calculates. 
and it's it is it is depending um, on the list it's really hard to take down one of these ships in one turn <laughs> oh yeah no those those are not easy ships to one turn i mean i guess my question on that is uh and and clearly you're you know you feel strongly enough with it to take it to what is a like an, an almost imposingly large tournament at least from my perspective I mean, you, you don't have any worries about um, about damage output with most of your ships only having two die attacks? Not really, because I'm, I'm shooting five of them, and they're almost all going to shoot the same target every time. With such a big arc and the way these ships move, I can just move around ships, and they won't have a shot on me every turn unless they want to be in my arc every turn. Fair. Um, and he flies on... Um... In a very not fortress-like manner, but, <laughs> but a fortress mobile turret-like manner. Yeah, so they always all stay together, if I can help it. And I love seeing two agility ships across the table. And low count ships as well. Yep, seeing the two Ships with two agility each was great for him during our practice game. It can be tricky with all these um, three defense dice ships out there. I had a game against Nobby with six A-wings, all with Prockets, and one with um, Throw Tracers. And uh, I lost a ship and a half and a turn, and I couldn't kill one. It's Yeah. It was, I... it was nasty. <laughs> these def guys are definitely... Like they they only have one agility. You can take them out, but it's just it's all in the approach. Yes, he, that game taught me how to approach them when I had to go against the four. And, no, I and think... with this list, I, I I think I just prefer the extra body. And I'm a lot of the time I notice with the four ship HMPs, you're shooting out the side with your two dice anyway. It. It's really hard with the I ones to get into position and have every and have all the ships on the opponent just decide to be in your front arc. It uh, against this player field, I just feel it's I, I just feel more comfortable bringing the extra body. Sure, sure. I mean, and that's is that eight? Is that that's eight eight more hit points, right? Five hull, three shields. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's that's eight more hit points, and it's another, you know, like you said, it's a it's another full front arc coverage. Um, yeah, I mean, when you put it that way, it's really smart because it's basically they have almost the efficiency of uh, RZ two A wings with yeah, that's why way more that. arc coverage. Yeah. No, it's I I think it's no, it sounds like a fantastic list, man. Yeah, I have a few games on stream. I've lost a couple times so far. But, like you said, their weakness is their two dice attacks. If I can get into range one, I'll be happy. My first game will be, my first Kyber Cup game will be on Thursday. Uh, against a Mr. Tom. Uh, I, just, I don't want to mispronounce his last name. Let me just Fair enough. It. Let me just double check his name here. 
if I could find it, except it's kind of impossible to find names on here. No, because it's not in alphabetical order anymore. No, oh. because people are eager beavers and got games in already. No, 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 no. Uh, it wasn't in alphabetical order before that. For whatever reason, oh. when they did the repair, it completely got out of order. Um, I was looking last night, and there was no way to find anybody you were looking for. Um, there may be a tool in, in TTT, but I don't know where it is. I'm just going to say I'm so glad I did this podcast before I went into the game. <laughs> oh, it's an interesting... Because uh, you'd be like, oh, that's an interesting upgrade in my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And or, hey, or, if I don't like it after two weeks... I can take it off. Yeah, I mean, you know, anybody who doesn't anybody who doesn't hear this podcast will will has no will have no idea that you didn't plan to do that. So I'm <laughs> I'm playing against a Mr. Tom Fieldsend, and he is out of the UK. Okay, so he's five hours ahead of me. So thankfully, I have Thursday and Friday off this week. Kind of get I own my own shop, so I'm just getting used to the. Uh, the Ontario shutdown and what it's like. It's a little slow. Oh, man, that must be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I'm taking the extra couple of days just to kind of figure out what my hours are going to be if I'm going to change them at all. Absolutely, absolutely. So he's going to be bringing uh, uh, Death Ray with Lulo. And Tally. Okay, yeah, I saw that list. And I'm feeling pretty confident that I can deal with Ray. The A-Wings might pose a bit of a problem, but they don't really have any... Uh, the one has Magpulse Warheads, but there's not any Prockets I need to worry about. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... Uh, it, it I'm sounds fairly like confident, you know... but I might, I might eat my words. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you know what you need to do there. And, uh, yeah, a, a similar list that I'm taking, there's the Bill and Ted excellent uh, X-Wing Adventure Tournament com uh, that I have a game on Wednesday for, and where you mix two factions together. So I just took I the, four, the four HMPs, and then I have Constable Zuvio to hand out tractor tokens and proximity mines. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I love that. I just uh, I haven't flown it yet, so I'm um, I'm curious what it's going to be like flying a a quad jumper with HMPs. Yeah, no, that should be. Uh, yeah, why not fly five ships where nothing moves normally? <laughs> um, anyone else doing any other fun tournaments? So you're doing Bill and Ted. Yeah, I am finishing up. Uh. The not Jawas naughty and nice have yeah. that game this week, and then I'm in the dad gaming one, um, fashion favorites, and the last Renegades. Any wow. special rules? Any of those? Uh, Renegades usually has special rules, um, and the dad one has special rules. The fan favorite one, I I joined because you know I've been supporting them, so I'm like, why not? It gets me to play one game. Three games a week right now. 
that's what um, I was doing during the first lockdown, when I was where I wasn't working at all, or maybe two days a week, where I was so, able to fit in all those games. I mean, I have the weekend, but the fan favorite is list requirements are you have to choose a pilot from the top five faction favorites. Once you choose a pilot for your list, you cannot include any of the remaining pilots in the top five. And there's a three-ship limit for each list. Each ship must be a different chassis. No generic pilots allowed. But you can use the crew upgrades if their names are the same as the top five favorites. All right. I'm just going to step away for a second. You guys can start talking about lists or whatever you guys want. Sure. Um, well, are you um, actually, other? yeah. Tournament? Yeah, I've got a little. Uh, well, there's a there's a local online league being put together by um, actually uh, Josh, who's playing in uh, Kyber and is actually one of the judges. Um, he's one of our local TOs, and he put uh, together a little thing, um, and it's it's totally just for fun. It's a bunch of so every week has a silly objective and a list building challenge. And so, you know, you get a point if you get the objective, you get in a point for the list building thing, and he's got prizes for, you know, for whoever wins overall, for whoever gets uh, the most objectives, and whoever does uh, best with the list building. So, like, this week, the objective is bumper cars. Uh, to get the objective point for this week, you have to bump an enemy ship five times during the game. Okay. And the list building challenge uh, is, uh, well, he, he referred to it as Eagle Funny, uh, 20 Fox 2. And at least half of your ships in the squad must have some kind of ordnance. So missiles, torpedoes, bombs, or mines. And to score the challenge, you must destroy a ship with one of your equipped ordnance upgrades. Ooh, I didn't see that until just now, actually. <laughs> but that's okay, because I'm still going to bring the same list that I was going to bring. And so, Ivy, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm going to bring uh, five Black Squadron Scout um, Strikers uh, with Predator, Skilled Bombardier, and Thermal Detonators. So it's just, I'm just going to completely fill the field with uh, Thermal Detonators and uh, let God sort it out. Yeah, sounds fun. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's, um, it, it's all been really fun. Uh, all of his list building challenges have been interesting, and uh, yeah, the list and uh, the the whole thing in general has been pretty much of a blast. See, that makes me excited. Once real person X Wing ever starts, ever um, to do stuff like that in person as well. Oh yeah, like absolutely. Links. No, if and it, it's um, you know. <laughs> It will. We'll get back to it. I mean, you just got to, you know, chin up. Um, you know, it, it, it might be summer. It might not be till fall, but we will get back to the stores. Yes. Um, and so, you know, one thing I keep telling uh, the everybody who's in my local Discord, um, we're very lucky to have three shops in our area um, that all have X-Wing communities. And we had a fourth their X-Wing community died a while ago, um, and they actually did close down uh, during uh, the last uh, six months or so. But, you know, to anybody listening out there, I know Amazon's great. I know you can find stuff at 50% off at Barnes & Noble. But, man, go to your friendly local game store, yes. buy some chips, spend that Christmas money, 
keep those small business owners going because you know they're great folks they are giving us a place to play some of them play with us um you know do do what you can to support those folks because yeah it's, support it's definitely small important. Businesses. <laughs> um oh, especially man. if you're in the ontario area see <laughs> in my area it's so small even though it's you know a major city it's still so small we have two stores like and only one really does x-rays so we try to keep the everything alive yeah, yeah my we're... main store ended up upgrading and becoming the biggest x-wing store and they there's they uh, got a much bigger store just um down the plaza and then all this started happening <laughs> So they got to work. Uh, we got to help them with their rent. Somehow. Oh, yeah. No, and it's it's I was talking with um, the owner of my my local game store and he was, you know, I mean, they've they've he's paying rent on two thirds of his space uh, is gaming space that he's not making any money off of right now, uh, but he still has to pay rent off it. And so he was he was very supportive of the community. And it was funny because he was. You know, I came in to buy some stuff and he's like, how is the X-Wing community? Do you talk to any of the X-Wing guys? Is there anything going on? You know, and so I told him all about, you know, kind of what we were doing locally and about TTS and and about all that kind of stuff. And uh, he he was very happy to hear it. Um, but, yeah, it's it's you know, it's it's it, it's definitely hard out there for business owners. And, you know, I mean, you can speak to that more than anybody, Lou. But, uh, yeah, no, while you were gone, we were just uh, encouraging everybody to support their local store. Awesome. Good to hear. Yeah. Um, um yeah. So, Dr. Money Pants, list efficiency. List efficiency. So, this was an argument I got into a couple of weeks ago over on the 2.0 general discord, which can be a really good we're really interesting place to discuss lists. Uh and I kind of put my resistance list out there. And I had a lot of people kind of be like, "Well, yeah, that's good, but you know, what if you had like three blue squadrons instead? And I'm not saying the three blue squadrons is bad. Like having a bunch of T-70 X-Wing chassis is definitely a good thing. But kind of the, the big thing there was, and, and, and my whole list is about efficiency. Everybody in my list is bringing something to that engagement. Um, you know, I've got Merle there with blocks and debuffs. I've got Rose with rerolls for everybody in her arc with calculates. I've got C3PO handing out actions to anybody who's not getting them. I've got, you know, Nimi's got that great ability where if the other pilot is a higher uh, initiative than her, she turns a blank to a focus. And of course, Bastion capitalizes on all of that with uh, by if you get the damage through, he gets the lock. So everybody is working together to make that engagement the most the the best all of those shots are the best shots they can be and you know so and and there's a lot of really good lists out there that do things like that and so basically i realized that there's a big disconnect in the community between uh like actual efficiency and just something being cost effective so like a bunch of blue squadrons is super cost effective. I mean, it's they're 41 points a piece. So three blue squadrons is 123 points. And you're getting three dice guns. You've got two evades. You've got, 
you know, uh, four hull and three shields apiece. So that's, you know, that's 21 hit points. And, you know, you've spent a little over half of your, your points. Um, that said, you know, they're, just because they're cheap and you can get a lot of them doesn't necessarily mean it's efficient. You know, uh, I guess, I guess the last point I'll make before I, I have you guys chime in on this is, uh, for example, the, the list that beat me in, in, um, the Hexile hyperspace, uh, Rob's list, there were three different, uh, six squirms in, in that tournament. Um, two of them had seven and Rob's had six. But the thing about Rob's that set his apart was first of all, he had Sarasu as his uh, as his last ship, and he put tracers on Sarasu. Now the great thing there is that you know those tracers are getting everybody extra mods, but you're also putting them on an I five. If you put them on an I one, then it's really easy for that ship to get uh, initiative killed before they get to fire those tracers off. But at I five and with defensive rerolls. That's a ship that's going to get those tracers off and it's going to get those other five ships their shots. Now, then what he put on those other ships was a combination of ion cannons and tractor beams. And the tractor beams could pull you in and debuff your uh, agility. The ion cannons and the tractors were both three die shots at range three, which is something that six lack. And it was it was that combination of things that allowed Rob to go four and zero with that list. Uh, whereas, you know, the other, um, the other two sick lists, I think went three and one and two and two, or they both went three and one. Um, they're not bad lists, but uh, it was that extra efficiency of paring down numbers, but getting the right upgrades to make all of your shots count um, that put his list over the top. So would you say adding a multiplayer into your list automatically makes it efficient? No, not necessarily. I mean, um, multipliers uh, vary in quality. Um, you know, I think Light and Dree is a good ship, but I don't think it's a great ship. Would you consider uh, Sarasu a multiplier? So Sarasu is not a force mu- multiplier. What Sarasu does is uh, she basically makes all of those three defense die ships four defense die ships with that defensive reroll. So what she brings to the list with her defensive ability is not it's it's not offensive production, but it, what it does is it keeps those I1 ships alive long enough to use all of that offensive production. Does that make sense? Yep. It, it kind of uh, decreases the effectiveness of your opponent's attacks as well. Absolutely. Oh yeah, no, I mean when you're I mean, looking at it you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and and it's a psychological advantage, too, because, you know, when you're yeah. already looking at three die ships and then, you know, if they're range three and they're getting a reroll, they're basically rolling five dice. And at that point, you know, it's it's largely you're largely relying on luck to get those shots through. And if you're relying on luck, something has gone wrong, at least in my experience, if I'm relying on luck for something. Something has gone poorly in in my tactics or strategy for that game. Yeah, Justice, go ahead. What I you got to add on this? One hundred percent fully. I love list efficiency, list synergy. When things like hold hands, 
that is one of my favorite things in X-Wing. And, I mean, I used to build lists just like that. Like, that this triggers with this, that this works with this. Um, I mean, I've gotten away with it a bit because... For some reason, I'm flying meta now. It it, it it pulls you it pulls you in, doesn't it? I, I spent my entire X-wing life fighting against it, and all of a sudden, uh, I'm flying it now. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> like I used to fly M3A swarms in 1.0 when they were horrible, and now it's like M3A they swarms are doing good now. I'm like, oh, if I play this now, I'm just doing the meta some more. But no, the efficiency just, you know that like meme picture of Charlie Day pointing at like the huge wall of papers and lines going everywhere? Yep, I know exactly the one you're talking about. That's the one um, that my friends post every time I even start talking about a list. Because they say that's how it looks when I'm talking about list efficiency and list synergies. But... That's what you need to do. That's the fun thing about X-Wing. You have all these pilots that work, you know, well together. And yeah, they might not be great in all circumstances, but it, you can figure out things that work. And you're right. Taking I mean, and, and... Yeah, you can just stick those in, but you can get more out of other combinations. Now, you know, and uh, I was looking at, and, and a couple of people have, have brought this, um, and, and I've seen similar lists like this, but one thing you can do now is you can bring three blue squadrons and uh, uh, the Heralds of Hope Temin. Now, that's got some interesting possibilities to it. Because of Temin's ability, you can give mods to those ships that might not have had mods. For example, like with Timon, you can close everybody's foils. You can do K-turns or Talon rolls. And because Timon's ability doesn't care if you're stressed or not, you can flip those open, have your four die shots or have your three die shots, and have that calculate mod. Uh, and, and having flown a lot of T-70s, unless you put yourself in a really bad position doing that, you know, with seven or with, yeah, with, with three shields and four hull, it's pretty hard to take one of those down before it gets to shoot at you. Yep. So there are ways to gain more efficiency out of those lists. Right. And, but that's the thing. That's what you need to, people should look at. It shouldn't just be how many of these can I fit in the list? It's like, I loved uh, the M3A build with Sarasu. Like seeing that, the difference with just Sarasu, it's like, yeah, that's amazing. And oh yeah, I mean I love Sarasu. That is my 1.0, one of my favorite ships in 1.0. Layden will always have my heart uh, in M3As. Uh, let, let me tell you right now, uh, if you're ever playing uh, 50 point aces high, uh, an auto blaster stealth device Sarasu is almost unbeatable. Yes. I love the um, 2.0 change that she gets. It he, I'm, not, I'm never sure with Sarasu. It's from uh, yeah. I don't. I'm not sure. What, I don't know what the canon is on that. It's from Galax, um Star Wars Galaxies. I did not play that game. I haven't played it either. 
wait, did somebody No, somebody has almost my list in here? Um, no, I'm, I'm still scrolling through these lists. And actually, so if we're going to go back to the list efficiency, yeah. uh, we can really easily without singling anybody out, anybody who's looked through the, the list uh, of lists from the Kyber Cup, there are a lot of variants on the list that won Polish nationals. Are you familiar with that one? I was until you brought it up and my mind has blanked. Okay, so basically, um, what yeah, you're no. doing is they're, they're all kind of supporting Wolf Warrow. Okay. So it's Wolf Warrow, Dutch, Jan, and Jake. And there, there's, there's a few variants, but basically uh, somebody's got concussions. Usually it's Dutch. Uh, Jan has Moldy Crow. And then you kind of flavor to taste. Um, but, you know, you bomb Wolf Warrow turn one, which I know makes him super powerful. But God, for a one agility ship and you're taking a hit point off at the first turn, it just feels bad to me. Um, but again, it does turn his three dice gun into a four dice gun instantly. And then with Jan adding another die, you're looking at and with Dutch giving him target locks and with Jake um passing out focuses you know you are looking at a potential range one six die shot with uh full mods which is just gross wolf's a five or a four he's a four so four. you know they're they're he can be both blocked and out ps but again he's got that 180 degree arc yes which right. you know when you're dealing with that level of Damage output I mean, is yeah, with Jan, hard to deal with. That's a five dice attack. Yeah. yeah I, um, uh, you know, and yeah. it's 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 a beast of a list. It it reminds me of um I mean Jan can do a lot of mean things. But uh just taking Hera, um the whole advanced sensors, intimidation, Sagarera Hera. Janors, so you can take your target lock, run into somebody, and just throw six dice at them. It reminds me of that. It's it's very similar to that, but it has, you know, arguably it's a better list because it has more parts that... Um, it has small bases that don't have trouble turning around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and, and here's the deal, like, even if you do lose, because your targets, your targets in this list are definitely Wolf Waro and Jan. Um... If you take one or the other, then then you've taken a lot of the teeth out of the list. But uh, especially since most of these lists have put ions on either Dutch or Jake, um, you know, they're both I-4s and they are both, you know, that you can't you can't forget about Jake in the endgame. Um, Dutch, maybe not. But if he's still alive and he's got concussion bombs, that's also not a thing you want to be chasing. So, speaking of not less efficiency, but interesting, just scrolling through as well, Nomlom plus three Transocean Slavers. Uh, yeah, we, did you watch that, uh, that game today? I did not. Was that on stream today? Ah. It was, and it did not do well. Oh. It, was, it was, and it was against, uh, it was against Shaco, and Shaco brought uh, yeah, okay. Kylo with Kylo. Sense and Corpse. 
And well, and, and and something a little different actually. He brought three epsilons with ATP and uh, Revis. Okay. So you know, Kylo. it was it was basic. Yeah, it was it was it was a it was a sense torps Kylo with a mini swarm basically. But that it reminds me my first like major store championship. Um, I had to play against. Two fire sprays and two YV six six sixes. That's uh, that's a lot. Like that was one point oh. Uh, it was they were all naked. They were all the basic uh pilots, but it was generics. Yep. Thank you. Two YV six sixes and two uh, uh the fire sprays. That was one of my first major tournaments. And looking across at that list was just like, that's a lot of health. And they all shoot three dice in multiple directions. <laughs> I ended up winning that one, but that was a lot of health. It's like, uh, okay, I can get behind these uh, these YVs, but what? as soon as I get behind these fire sprays, they're still shooting three dice at me. <laughs> that was back in... I think it was my second year playing. Well, TLT was out, but it wasn't. I was flying Palab, Greedo, Determination, and I want to say TLT, um, Zizor, Talonbane, and Zizor and Talonbane Cobra. I don't remember a lot of what I flew 1.0. Well, I remember I don't that. Either. Like I. Because I came in second. I, I, I think I flew a lot of double falcons. I, I flew a lot of bad stuff. Like, not good stuff. Uh, right at the end, I was finally getting the hang of it. I didn't come in until about wave seven. So, shortly after the... Uh, uh, sh shortly after the Phantom came in is when I started playing. Um, uh, you've been playing longer than me. I, Really? I came I, in right when Scum released. No, 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 no. That was that was way before I, I started playing. Okay. The Thai Phantom. Wait. Yeah, I think the Phantom. Like Whisper? I think the Thai. Yeah, I think that was like Wave 7. But anyway, no, I, I, I you know, um, I think the first thing I brought to a tournament uh, because in those days I didn't have a lot of Saturdays off, so I didn't get a lot of opportunity to play. I want to say that it was a generic Falcon with two Arc 170s. And man, I thought I knew what I was doing. And then I got put up against Chris Allen round two. And I realized I had no idea what I was doing. Do we... Do we have to start talking about 1.0 horror stories? No. We absolutely do not. We can leave it at that. <laughs> but um, you know. Phantom came out in 2015 or 2014 because in 2015, there was a major FAQ that nerfed Phantoms. Yeah, that's, that's when I started playing, but I only played at home on tabletop. And I didn't start playing on the uh, at the store until late 2018, I think. 
Yeah, I guess I did start playing 2015 or 20. I guess it was 2016 I started playing. So we started about the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But um, sounds like I, it. I just remember that the tournament I came in second because it was against an opponent that's moved to Seattle now, but he was one. Of the, he was the only opponent I have never beaten in this state. Like, and we had gotten matched up in Swiss. I lost to him, put on a good show, but lost to him. And then had him in the finals, and it was the fastest games of X Wing I've ever played. Like how long? Like fifteen minutes. Yep, that was uh, my last game of one point was fifteen minutes. Nice. Uh, I, I had a guy around here who liked to play. Uh, we both play very fast, which we is why one of the reasons we love getting matched up with against against each other because, like. As someone who naturally plays very fast, I understand that not everybody plays that way, but it can be a little bit of a drag when, you know, you've got all your dials done in like a minute and a half and three minutes later, you're sitting there going, uh-huh, okay. Um, but he and I both like play very, very fast. So it's always fun when we get matched up and he was playing uh, Nim and Nim and Dengar, and I was flying something else, and we got our entire game done in 30 minutes and went to go break for lunch early, uh, which, you know, that's that's always a win. So, back to some Kyber list. Yes. Actually, so here's, here's a question I have for you guys. Um, is there any build or any ship that you really don't want to play against like dash dash interesting okay i didn't see i think i only saw one dash list so far good <laughs> oh my gosh i have um, not seen a lot of i think it was the lima open i played i was playing this list a version of this list and i was matched against the most amazing dash build and player i've ever played against and it was like a stomp. Honestly, my top three mm -hmm. that I never like to see. Oh, yeah? Ben Rao, Kylo Ren, and, uh, okay, I'm drawing a blank here. I just, I was just thinking, Kylo Ren, Ben Rao, I don't like to see Gurry either. See, honestly, I don't worry as much about Gurry. She spends so much I time. I don't like to see any Epsilon. Okay. Uh, I I always go in. I'm like, yeah, I'll get behind that Epsilon. And then... Uh, and and then somehow you end up range it. one in front of it, and you're like, how did I do this? Or is that just <laughs> me? Yeah, and then I just... Like, every time I play against Kylo, he's always throwing four hits at me, and it's upsetting. <laughs> it It is. It is. Um, I have and then a I couple can't of friends. Back. Oh, yeah, because he's never in arc. Why would you be in arc if you're flying Kylo? Yeah, those are my top three least favorite to see. I mean, so I love Fen. Um, and I'm matched up against a Fen player this round, and so I don't know how to feel about that. I would say, in general, I don't like aces, uh, but I think the things... I really don't like that 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 Polish list. I'm going to be honest. Like it's so efficient and it's so it hits so hard and it is so 
Oh, everything about extended that I, I kind of makes me groan. Um, but the other thing I'm kind of worried about, and, and maybe it's just cause I haven't played against it, but that Anakin Ada build where he's got auto blasters and he's going to flip behind you and uh-huh. he's going to get rid of his stress. And then he's going to hit, hit you with like three unblockable crits. Like that just makes my skin crawl a little bit. I don't know about you guys. Um, I played against somebody and something. He was flying Anakin with sense in the so Anakin at two sense marksmanship auto blaster. I think the crit droid was on him. Obi uh, sense marksmanship auto blaster. He had something else on him, and then Rick. And it was just he got behind me, and I'm like, he knew where I was gonna go. He knew how to boost or barrel roll to get behind me, and then it was like, okay, I'm dead. <laughs> I know, and then um, I'm I'm still scrolling. There's some there's some good players rolling with that build too. Well, of course, if I mean, oh, Bartos, <laughs> Bartos is rolling with that build. That was that was one of the ones I was looking at. Yeah, uh, you know, and it, it's it's one of those things where. I think I think a lot of people miss miss that when they um, when they grab lists when when they net list stuff is they're like oh well this one a thing so it must be good not always sometimes those lists take a ton of practice or like you really need to know what the right opening is or there's a lot of stuff like that so like I know how fragilators are I've tried them several times uh, I am for the record probably the worst ace player on the planet. Um, all of my ace players are like, but all of my aces are bugs on a windshield. If I play them I've never uh, with, tried. <laughs> with the exception of Fen Rao, Fen Rao is the only ace I can play um, because I'm just way because too Because you get in a range one and not worry about it. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's all balls. Like basically you have to be willing. You have to understand that you might just lose this ship at range three to an unlucky shot. Or in my case, at range one to an unlucky shot. Um, but you know, um, when I see when I see those Anakin builds in the hands of good players, I'm like, oh, this is going to be rough. What what is Ollie doing with this list? Ollie oh, is playing Ray Poe. Right, oh. It's yeah. a it's it's a strong list. Uh, is it a good list? I don't know, but I'm also not the world champion, so I'm not going to judge. He is still the world champion. I flew that at the beginning at 2.0 when Resistance came out, and uh, I liked it, and Poe's calmed down, and so has Ray. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I've seen a lot of Poe's in this. I've seen a lot of ships that I'm really not I'm flying against a Poe. I've seen a lot. No, I'm, yeah, I'm flying against Ray Poe. I've seen a lot of Poe. I've seen a lot of Tarani Kolda, and for the record, I am the biggest Tarani Kolda fanboy on the planet. Uh, that is my favorite ship in the game that I cannot make work. Have um, you seen, of course, you've seen my, uh, one, my, what's it called, uh, Scott's version of the game, full throttle list with Tarani. Yes, and I, also have, I have seen that. Non-full throttle, the real list, which just adds another Z95. So I love yep. Tarani. Um, I've, I've. Yeah, no, I've I've totally seen that, and and I love seeing how much of her is out there. Uh, the one that's really surprising me is, and I've seen. It doesn't sound like a lot for four hundred lists, but to see like five or six Talonbane Cobras, that's a lot. 
And that I is. say this as someone who likes Alan Bane Cobra. Um, and it's not like in the regular like uh, um, Ketsu Talon Bane uh, old Herak. It, it's just like Talon Bane in a random list. Yeah, no, he's in. Well, I mean, he's down to 48 points now. He's an I-5. He is budget Fen'Rao. Um, yeah, I'm looking you know, at one right now. Fearless Stealth Device Afterburners. And that's a lot of points. Like, I feel like if you're going to play, uh, if you're going to play Talon Bane, you should probably just leverage that 48 points and spend points on your other ships. Um, but then again, uh, maybe a three defense die Talon Bane, who's five defense dice at range three, um, who also has five offensive dice at range one, and also has an afterburner is good. I don't know. I mean, good luck to him. I hope he. I hope he does well. I love Talonbane. I want to see him do good. Yeah, I'm looking at Joe Churchman with Old Terrock, Talonbane, and Dangar. And I'm not sure if I like the Ion Torpedo and Punishing One. But oh, there Dangar. is one. I found a. Oh man, I I found a a Nantex list. Oh, um, is, is that Daniel, or? Is that Daniel Leon? It is, yeah. He's got uh, four yeah. Stalgations with crack shots. With me. Uh, a Separatist with Tracers and DBS with Tracers. Interesting. Didn't he practice that the other day on Hexile? I don't know if I was there to see it, but I mean, it could be good giving those. You got crack shot and target locks and focuses yeah. on the Nantex. Like, that could be nasty. I think he was practicing against. Um... I want to say A-Wings. It was him versus A-Wings. I want to say it was Will flying the A-Wings. And he has the Tracers, so he he rolls an extra dice on Tracers to get those target locks through if he's at range one. Oh, right. yeah, but you don't want to do that with Tracers. Do you want to take a crit just to get a Tracer off? Uh, I mean, that's, I, that's me. I, I don't think I want to do that. No. If you're going to use 404's ability, you are punching at it range one. For the memes? <laughs> I mean, if you're doing it for the memes, then yeah. I mean, if, if you're just doing it for lulls, then yes. Do that all day and you will be my hero. Um, that's the kind of X-Wing I love to see. Um, but otherwise, I got to question it a little bit. Um, now, I, I don't think it's a bad call. I think it's a ship that can take it. And I think you're you're buffing your Nantexes, which is good. Um, but I, I, I think it would just be a bad choice to take that shot at range one. Okay, I'm going to say it here, and y'all are going to hear me just after looking. If I go my first two rounds and I lose with this list both first two rounds, I am switching to my flying bomb list. Hey, me too. Wait, which kind of flying bombs are you using? My uh, Z95s with Deadman Switch Electronic Baffle and Tarani and Gargor. Okay, right on, right Flying on. Flying bombs, where um, I can use my own ship and set off chain reactions. Might as well have fun. Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, one of the two lists that I'm considering if I go 0-2 is, uh, is my six DMS Fireballs, which I, I, I think I've played it a couple of times on, uh, on Hexile. My uh, my second list is five HMPs. Nice. <laughs> okay. 
Because well, my... if I lose twice in a row, I'm gonna submarine the heck out of this. <laughs> if oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. If I lose twice in a row, I'm gonna burn it all down I'll because it's either gonna be DMS fireballs or it's going to be uh, uh, five tie bombers with all of the bombs. Like if I'm, you know, if if you're gonna play against me, you're gonna see me try to do my best to put, you know. 20 bombs out on that board during the match. Oh, all power to Trevor. Oh, man. I'm still. What is he running? He is running four Warden Squadron pilots. Oh, God, not that list. I, and it's still, it. I'm proud, but it kills me. He took my yeah, he list. He can put um, <laughs> the new bombs on there so that you can throw two he, and he you have more chances to put Sabine in there. He, he has Barrage Rockets, Sabine Wren, Bomblet, Barrage Rockets, Cassian, Bomblet, Barrage Rockets, Bomblet, Barrage Rockets, Bomblet. Okay, so it's not the other bomb. Nope. Okay. It's the one that he saw me one day play on a rookie's stream, and he took it and ran with it. Nice. I'm looking at this uh, list from Mike Clark. Uh, it's Wedge. Uh, JNR's multi-crow, Rogue Squadron Escort, Marksmanship, Fire Control System, R3, and AP5. A wedge with Jan and a coordinated wedge, target lock focus with Jan, range 1, can just delete a ship instantly. I've had oh, it happen man. to me. Just delete an A-wing in one shot. I I believe that that would work, yes. I mean, we've already talked. You guys already talked a lot about that with uh, the Wolf War list, but it's very similar, and it takes away agility. So yeah, absolutely. No, that's strong. Although, although, guys, I I think I found the person who has already won this tournament, and and my heart. Uh, oh. At two hundred points, repping scum and villainy, the Timo Rob, running double IG eighty eights. He's been doing well with that. He has been. I mean, and and I love seeing double IG eighty eights do well because that's 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 just great. That won the last one point worlds. It did. And uh it's my wife's favorite list. Just two fifty point IGs and one Well, right now they'd be a hundred points each, but yeah, I was trying advanced sensors IGs with a Nomlom with Dangar Auto Blaster. And it was a lot of fun, but I think they needed more toys. So the they double do IG need more is, toys. The double IG is a great list. Uh, it's just the double calculate. You got to really make as much use of those double calculates as possible. Not having the focuses hurts a little. If only they had that crew slot. Oh, yeah. That would be pretty tough. So, okay, here's a question for you as I'm scrolling through and looking. Now that the ETA 2 is a thing, is Brilliant Evasion finally useful or not? It is with um, the one pilot that gives you an extra focus on defense. Which one is that? Shock T? Which one? It's not Shock T. Shock T has that. uh, Shock T lets you keep tokens. 
Yeah. Um, Ayla, while an enemy ship in your front arc at range one performs an attack that if yes. an enemy change one blank result to a focus. So I think it's good with Ayla and your squad. Sure. Yeah. That probably explains why I've seen so many Aylas in this list in, in this list. Because there's there's a lot of Republic and there's a lot of Aylas. There's also way more V Wings than I would have expected, but I just have a feeling that a lot of people haven't realized that V Wings are not great. I want V Wings to be good. I want them to be good. I just don't think they are. I thought when we first saw the articles, Tarkin would like blow up every list to make everything super. Oh, uh, we talked about that. <laughs> but... We talked about how we all we thought Tarkin was going to be everywhere. Makes me sad that he's not. I'm seeing. I don't know if I just keep scrolling past the same list. A lot of Django Sunfac. There's a few Django Sunfacts uh, for sure. I see a lot more Django Jam. Django Django Jams. Django Zams. Something <laughs> like sounds that. like a delicious beverage. I mean, ah uh, yes. You I, could, but but you you can only get the good one in Mexico. <laughs> don't like Sunfac. I love the Nantex. I am on record as being, I love and snare Nantex. I don't like Sunfac. Too expensive? Yeah, for... I mean, he's he's this faction's Fen Rao. But he's not. He's bad. I don't know. Well, Django, he does he actually die easier than Fen Rao. But, yeah, especially with the tractor nerf. But I'm I just, so scared of him. <laughs> if he tractors one of my ships, that just puts it all out of um, formation, and that just screws me over. Yeah, but. But you then are I flying. have. That, that means yeah. I have five HMPs shooting range one at some fact. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm kind of stepping away from the uh, the Kyber Cup. I had one list I want to talk to you about. Um, it has Nimi and Bastion in it. Uh, and Poe and Rose. I know you just said Poe is bad. But I, 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 I did say that, and I didn't elaborate on it, but I do feel that Poe is bad. But go on. But for 65 points for a Throwick R4, I think it's a good deal. And I'm and I I had Overdrive Thruster on there. I'm not sure if it's better to take Overdrive Thruster or to um, take C3PO on Rose instead. And I have R3 on Bastion and I have M9 G8 on Nimi because she never takes her target lock action. She can just target lock Poe at the beginning of the game and he always has a reroll on attack. That's strong. Uh, have you considered uh, the R six D eight? I think it is on uh, on really either Poe or well, Poe's Poe's got full mods. So on uh, on Nimi. What is it? R six D eight is my new favorite droid. Uh, it's not in my list because I don't have room for it. But R six uh, is it R six D eight? It is R yeah R six D eight. So when you perform, he is four points. And when you perform an attack, you may re-roll a number of attack dice up to the number of friendly ships at range zero to three that have the defender in their bullseye. 
Okay. So, but yeah, I really like our four on Poe, though. Oh, sure. Sure. But, uh, you know, if you have those points and you can put R6 on Nimi, um, then she is definitely going to be able to get her thing because when, I mean, you're flying a list like that, Bastion, Nimi, and Rose are basically going to be a block, and you're basically going to run Poe as like a flanker, right? Yeah. So if any of the ships in front of you have one of your ship, if one of your ships has them in the bullseye, then you're just going to get rerolls. Basically, yeah. Oh. So it's basically like Predator on you, but it multiplies it um, if anybody else has it. I so if, if you're. Go ahead. I think I'm going to try M9G8 and see how it goes, but I'll try sure. that after if it uh, doesn't pan out. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, I, and then I have the option to drop R3 and C3PO for overdrive on Poe, but seeing C3PO being um, a good coordinator, making sure Nimi always has that focus, mm-hmm. I think is a good value. Absolutely. And if um, Nimi bumps, then you don't have anything, do you? No, you don't. And if you're playing extended, uh, one thing that I absolutely love with Nimi is um, a pattern analyzer. Uh, if I can K-turn and get Nimi's ability, uh, that's pretty strong. That's true. All right. Carry on. I just want to see what you thought about that Poe build, because I've been playing around with it. I think it sounds like fun. I definitely think there's a lot to try there. Uh, I also really, because I, I started looking at Resistance Astromechs, I just want to advertise uh, another super underused astromech that I think somebody should build stuff around because uh, it's real fun. I love him in uh, Aces High, and that's R5X3. R5X3. Before you activate or engage, you may spend one charge out of two to ignore obstacles until the end of this phase. I love it on um, Knee and Numb. Okay, so you could just go over any obstacle, get rid of your stress, so you never have to really worry about where your talent rolls and where your K-turns are going. No, and if you accidentally misjudge that thing and land yourself on a rock, uh, first of all, your opponent's going to completely ignore you because nobody knows what R5X3 does. But then when you've got that range one shot and he doesn't think you can shoot, you flip that charge at the start of it uh, when you activate, and suddenly you get to shoot. That's really cool. Yeah, I love yeah, it's, it's a great droid, and nobody uses it, and I love it to death. Like, there's, there's, there's so... I'm a scum main, but what? the reason I love Resistance is there's so much jank. Well, it's, uh, it's a collision detector for when you don't have a system slot. Exactly. Maybe not I, as good as collision detector, but still good. It's it's pretty good. It's not too much. It's not too far off. I mean, you're only it's for a phase instead of a whole turn, but it's still okay. I mean, if you wanted to blow it all, you could literally spend one charge when you hit the rock to not roll for it, and then spend another charge to be able to shoot. Well, I didn't think of that. Anyways, I just wanted to see what you thought of if that was at all possibly efficient. Yeah, no, it's there's there's definitely I mean, so like and it does one of the things that I like, and it's one of the reasons I actually don't like Jess Pava. Um because 
Uh, I mean, C3PO is giving Rose extra efficiency. Um, Rose does start to lose efficiency when you start to lose ships, but uh, Nimi's efficiency and Bastion's efficiency stay the same uh, no matter how many ships you have left in your squad. Um, but that 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 block of Ro of Rose, Nimi, and Bastion is is very strong and very efficient. And Poe having two actions and usually being double modded um, is naturally a very efficient piece on his own. So yeah, no, I think it's I think it's got the efficiency there, and I oh. definitely think it's worth trying. And with that free reroll with M nine G eight, the free reroll, he's free to do his barrel roller boost without worrying about getting that target lock. Yeah, absolutely. But he'll always want that focus. Yeah. Um, anyway, we can hop back into the Kyber Cup here. Is there any other list that you were looking at there, Atreides? No. No? Uh, I'm about to have to get off. Oh, sorry to hear it. Oh, I guess it's been an hour and a half now. I didn't really realize that because I had to step away a couple of times. It's all good. It's uh, I'm I'm in about the same boat, and uh, this has actually been a fantastic conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Oh, no problem. Come on anytime. We we record every couple of weeks. Um, usually on Mondays, sometimes on Sundays. More people to talk about X Wing the better. Absolutely. Yeah, we've had uh, Netter on once. Um, yeah, we've had a few different guests. It's been a good time. I've enjoyed it a lot. Um, thank you very much, Matt, for coming on, and thank you, Trades, for hopping on here. Yep. And we'll uh, wrap things up. Uh, you can. Uh, uh, do you have any uh, shout-outs that you want to make? Well, uh, first off, new book releases for Star Wars tomorrow in the High Republic. So I oh, hope yeah. we'll get that. The first High Republic book releases tomorrow. The first canon one? Yes. Light hopefully, of the Jedi. This, hopefully this will lead into the, the new show, The Acolyte, maybe. Yes, that's, yeah. And then, um, no, just watch Hexiled if anyone can during the day. Yeah, I'm going to try and see if I can get a, my stream on, because I have a game scheduled for 3.30 on Thursday for the Kyber Cup. And I have a Bill & Ted game at 7.30 on Wednesday. Uh, well, just uh, make sure that you go into, uh, if you go into Discord on the Kyber Cup Discord, I am pretty sure, let me see, I believe it's under um, match coordination. If you look at the pins, uh, there is the master schedule. And basically what Scott does uh, with with um, Kyber matches that you put on that schedule is if they're during his streaming time, he will automatically slot that into his schedule if you'd like to play that game on stream. I just haven't heard back from my opponent, that's all. Sure, absolutely. I asked him if and, he wanted to schedule a game but on Hexiled, but he hasn't gotten back to me. Of course, he's five hours ahead, so he's probably That's asleep. always tough, yeah. <laughs> but thank uh, you so much for having me on. This has been great. Yeah, do you have any shout-outs, Matt? Um, not really. I mean, um, I guess just big shout outs to, uh, my, my buddies, Josh and George, uh, they're both playing in Kyber, uh, local guys, very good friends of mine. We talk X-Wing all the time. We practice all the time together and, uh, they are, they are both flying for ship, um, Republic lists and may God have mercy on their souls. <laughs> all right. It's been a pleasure talking with both of you. Uh, and we will 
check you guys next time. You can find us on uh, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to listen. This will hopefully be uploaded later this week. Have a great night, everyone. Have a great night.